Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. On today's episode of the Glue Guys Emergency Pod. Whoa. whoa. LaMarcus Aldridge is a Brooklyn net. Another mega edition. The Snyder Cut. We have Cyborg. We have The Flash, Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman. And if we're continuing this analogy, LaMarcus Aldridge is Martian Manhunter. What an exciting. This was is that too, a real person? Yeah. That was just, sorry, that was, a, that was too much in the tease, Brian. Yeah, it happens. We're going to talk about LaMarcus Aldridge. Welcome back to the Glue Guys. This is Mike here. Say hello, Brian. Hello. Damn, that was good. Check Higher us out on Twitter. Usual. Yeah. At BK Glue Guys, NetsDaily.com, The Athletic. Get yourself behind that paywall, TheAthletic.com slash Glue Guys. Our next pod is going to be uh, email pods, and that's pod at gmail.com. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I'm just making it up on the go. Brian, emergency pod. <laughs> cool. Um, wow. What a night. <laughs> we'll always remember this night. Um, we are, our cup runneth over officially, oh. finally, truly, it's too much now. It is too much. <laughs> it's a burden. All these, all these riches. Um, Mike, we had a, we had a day. What happened? Um, so LaMarcus Aldridge, let's kind of trace this back a little bit before we get to the news. Yeah. Which obviously, if let's people are coming to our pod, they know the news. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're going way too fast. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's back into this baby. Yeah. Um, We've been waiting all year for Andre Drummond to be bought out. Mm. The Nets have, have been, yeah. been waiting. You know, mm-hmm. he was the 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 prince that was promised, the <laughs> potato sack defense prince that was pro- promised. Mm. Um, and throughout that whole journey, the Nets signed Blake. Nick Claxton showed something that we didn't know that he had inside of him. Mm. Um, but yet, we we're waiting for for Andre, waiting for Godot, waiting for Drummond. Right. Um. Uh- I was waiting for that. That was going to come yeah. out. I was waiting for Mike to make the waiting for Godot <laughs> joke. Yeah. What do you think is the the portion the 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 correct ratio of people who've actually read don't, waiting don't for know Godot anything about or, it or gone no to see waiting for Godot versus <laughs> yeah, have used that that, it that is, phrase? It is a zero to one ratio for sure. Do you know it's about God? Um. Anyways, so sorry. Um. Out. So we were we were waiting for Drummond. And um, he is free. He he became free from the Cleveland Cavaliers. Everything looked like he was heading in an interesting direction. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, yeah. a big man from San Antonio pulled up his bootstraps and made the voyage to Brooklyn. LaMarcus Aldridge is a Brooklyn net. Yeah. Not, not a Miami heater. 
not a heater, a netter. Yeah, and I think I think that's a big thing. But before we're gonna break down everything that this is because this is an emergency pod, Brian. Yeah. Let's not do emotions, but how do you feel about it? <laughs> <laughs> a classic. Um, I feel weird about this one. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Right? Okay. And it's not that I feel like. Uh, well, how do I feel? Let's let's just go from there. Um, I feel like this is an odd fit. I, I going back, you know, again, we have not. I'm not going to pretend like I've watched a whole lot of Lamarcus Aldridge in the last couple of years. Um, that would be dishonest. We don't do that here on the Glue Guys. That's not a glue move. Okay, Mike. Um, so I had to go and dig up some old articles on poundingtherock.com, the SB Nation board for uh, the Spurs to glean a little bit about what their their ecosystem thinks of Lamarcus Aldridge. And I got to tell you, they don't think much of him in the ways that we <laughs> that we would want. They are. Um, he the the data about him being you know bad on defense seems pretty overwhelming. Um, also, the eye test seems to he seems to have been pissing people off in the last couple of years on the defensive end, <laughs> um, which is where we need if if we need the help, I guess that's where we need it. Or I mean, I don't know. It's just more adding more depth. Um, but I guess like the way that I see see this deal just is, uh, I guess the fit is going to be interesting because. Um, I don't know where LaMarcus Aldridge sees himself in his own career. Mm-hmm. Blake Griffin um, is, I think, a perfect, like, you know, fitting in seamlessly because he, I, I'm thinking he's very content to be playing his hard one 16 to 20 minutes, depending on the matchup, um, and not being a focal point for the first time in his career. And I think that bench role is, is suiting him nicely. Is is Lamarcus Aldridge feeling that way? I mean, presumably because he's you know taking this veteran minimum one year deal, um, so that suggests you know somebody knows where they're at in their career. Um, but maybe not. I don't know. Like there's 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 a lot there's a lot to unpack, Mike. Um, but yeah. symbolically speaking, it's I think that's the most important thing. It's it's yet another data point to suggest that we are the Death Star that everyone kind of <laughs> thinks we are. And so for those reasons, for just the you know, supporting the Death Star narrative, I'm in favor of it. Um, and that's important. That's an important na- narrative to propagate. Do we want to be the Death Star, though? You know? We already are. It so, blew you know, up twice. Dub, dub, you know? <laughs> that's flawed. true. I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> yeah. A flawed... Uh, what, is, what is our, like, missile canal thing? What's what's the what's the missile canal for us? <laughs> I guess it would be de- it would be defense via yeah. the post position. It's, it's literally like well, Marcus Aldridge. He, he is <laughs> the missile canal that we've tried to... Well, we just we just installed the missile canal. Like, <laughs> the last piece. Well, Jin Urso's father, Galen Urso, was the one who <laughs> who installed that in the Death Star because right. I mean, he he was really the chief oh, scientist wow. behind. You think Pat Riley was like <laughs> at, the, at the zero hour? Galen Urso? Wow. And wow. Spolstra's Jin Urso. Um thinking of the thumbnail for the YouTube video. There's gonna be a Death Star imagery in there. Anyways, go ahead. I do think the Heat wanted him. And the my favorite thing about signing of the Marcus Aldridge is that he is not a Heat. That he's not a heatle. I think, you know, I don't love Lamarcus Aldridge. Um, he's fine. Wow. I mean, if he's a buyout guy, that's great. I'm a what little you, worried. What's that? What did he do to you? What you don't love him? Don't love him. Don't <laughs> love him. <laughs> not a fan. Oh. Um of his of his game so much. Yeah, you know, and, and and I'll you know, I'll dig into maybe that a little bit more. Get in there. I, the thing I like about it is that he is not a Miami Heat because I think he would have helped the Heat much more than he'll help this Nets team. You know, you brought up Blake Griffin. 
I agree with you totally. Like Blake understands where he's at. Mm-hmm. You know, he he's going to have a 20 point game every now and again, and it's going to be fun and exciting. Um, but I would imagine Blake seems to be okay if he's just getting like four points, five rebounds, addition out two assists, getting 18 minutes a game and like just riding the waves, looking great on the sidelines, making jokes, mm. becoming a prankster. Um, totally. Prank now, show. Got a prank show now. Yes. Yeah, Lamar- LaMarcus Aldridge did give up, I think reportedly like $7.5 million mm-hmm. to leave San Antonio and come to the Nets. And that, that would indicate that he's like here to win. Right. Um, and we've seen guys come to the Nets and, oh, you got a two. What's up? That's two. That's the price of two Jerusalem wine cellars like, <laughs> that he gave up <laughs> to be here. Okay. San Antonio based <laughs> Jerusalem wine cellars. Um, I'm finally, maybe Hill house now, his house will now go in the market and finally. we'll see if he get, makes more than Popovich or not. Um, right. so my, so that indication that he's gave up all that money, he wanted to join the nets because he wanted to compete for a championship that shows that maybe he's willing to you know reform his game what his game was what his game was in san antonio was not tremendous defense and it was a lot of like mid-range pulley uppies like little like old dinosaur shooter game i just think right? of him as extended elbow jumper that's yeah. what that's all i think of when i think of a marcus aldridge for for better or worse now the thing i like Beyond the fact that he's not on the heat, because I do think he would have helped the heat. They needed, they need like a little bit more talent coming off that bench in terms of production. Like Precious is probably more talented than Lamarcus Aldridge is at this point, but Precious is, he's a precious little man. He's mm-hmm. not ready for prime time. Um, I, the thing I like about him is that it goes all the way to back to his decision for joining the San Antonio Spurs. I, people don't remember this, right? But he was on when he was with the Trailblazers coming out of the Trailblazers and deciding which team he wanted to go to. He was one of the most highly sought after free agents that season. Um, pretty much any team in the league would have wanted him at that point. I think he was like a 20 and 10 guy. This was still the point in the NBA when we really valued 20 and 10s, you know, when we really loved the big man that could do that for you. Mm-hmm. He chose the Spurs. One, because it's in Texas and he's from Texas, but there's plenty of teams in Texas. He chose the Spurs because he wanted to win. Yeah. Now, he's had a weird relationship in San Antonio. Rocky. There's been times, there was a one really like rocky point with Greg Popovich where Pop had to come out and basically say like, yeah, me and LaMarcus had like a real heart to heart and we finally figured out maybe what we need to be honest with each other about. But like, it was a real moment. Um, But... LaMarcus Aldridge deep in his soul hmm. he went to San Antonio, I think, to win. And so if you're the type of guy that wants to do that at the age of, what, 35 now and 251 days as we're recording. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah. I think that, you know, he he may be able to show up here and kind of be um, potato sack defense guy and get you a couple buckets a game. Can, That's I, be all op- want. can I do the optimistic version of this? Because, yes. I mean, I feel like we're we're coming in a little... A little low. This is the worst thing to do for. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this this should be a glorious day. You know, this is pretty and, good the, yeah. because the Nets are getting, you know, a starting level big man for free. Yeah, he's just showing up at their door, and and so let me like Elijah. Happy Passover to all my Jewish brothers and sisters out there. Shabbat. 
It's it's Passover. Is that what you say? It's say literally it? sh- it's Passover. We had Passover dinner. That's why I missed your phone call because I was ah Miles, I, wow how inappropriate of me. <laughs> my God, um, my apologies. Um, well, let me. I'll I'll uh, to to keep going with this optimism. Um, piggybacking on my take about how our front court rotations a lot like Mike Messina's pitching. Um, yes. Have you heard me go on this? This is my take about this. Have you heard this? Just kidding. Oh, this, this is, is this your is, take. This is my. Oh, take. this is okay. Yeah, I, sorry. I was pretending that I that this was yeah. my take. Um, this is a pitch that we don't have, Mike. Uh, a pick and pop center um, is is one of you know a few pitches out there in the NBA's front court. It's kind of it's one that's fading away a little bit. It's it's a uh, what's like an old pitch that people don't throw anymore. Is that a thing? Do they have like a knuckleball? A knuckleball, knuckleball. is that that pitch? Yeah. What was the peak? The peak of the knuckleball? What year was like their what's the knuckleball? The I mean, Tim Wakefield was the king of the knuckleball, but right. So there's like guys peaked. that come and go, but there's no like there's never been a trend of just like this is there's a weird amount of knuckleballers in this ten year period. No, never, N- never. No, yeah. I mean, never. I don't even think in the in all the way back in like. 1890 were knuckleballers yeah. just everyone was knuckleballing their way through America. <laughs> not, not everyone just you know a blip just a, tr- <laughs> just a moment where it was anyways the pick and pop center blip for the nba was well it wasn't a blip that was like the entirety of the nba for a long time um oh, here comes my cat he's gonna be annoying um but yeah so it's a pitch that we don't have and we, you know if we're just building up a, a vast repertoire and like steve nash has been to his credit been really effective at just like putting these pieces directly into their place neatly, succinctly, not missing a beat. You know, we're not losing any games, even though all we're really running out there is James Harden and like these randos that we're picking up off the waiver wire at this point. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm underselling that a bit, but, um, yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah. <But> that's <laughs> okay. what I do. Um, yeah. but anyways, so here, here's another rando. Here's another c- c- no just name off the waiver wire. Yeah. <laughs> here's another G leaguer. Um, just kidding. No, he's, he's a guy. Um, but yeah, it's, it's another part of the repertoire and, um, you know, Mike, another thing you've been talking about is how much credit Steve Nash might be owed for seamlessly integrating all these parts. You know, maybe, maybe LaMarcus's skill set just is fitting a, 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 a hole we don't see quite yet. Yeah. And, and so again, you know, Alizé Johnson, while he had a great game, um, I think you'd rather bank on LaMarcus Aldridge in the playoffs against bigger teams instead of like a guy like Alizé Johnson and not that either of them would be getting you know here's one thing this is from Woj when Woj was reporting this out he said Aldrich is expected to see a significant amount of his minutes at center for the Nets which makes a lot of sense of course I mean they if they were playing him at power forward for a bunch of minutes with KD coming back that would not make sense um you know Seth Partnow from The Athletic Seth used to be um basically the director of analytics for the Milwaukee Bucks. Seth tweeted out something like, um, every year we have a a veteran big man who gets bought out. Everyone gets excited for that player, but that player typically has more downside than upside at that point because teams try to bring that guy in and try to still see if they have something left that Mm -hmm. is worth amount of minutes. That is a concern with LaMarcus Aldridge, but Again, to go back to your Steve Nash point and about this locker room, I think the good thing is, is that KD, Kyrie, and Harden will sniff out immediately if LaMarcus Aldridge can give them anything, Yeah. right? Now, LaMarcus Aldridge and KD, I don't know if they're close at all. They both went to Texas, though, obviously at way different times. Um, you know, I'm sure they maybe had some alumni soirees. 
in Austin. Austin's a great town. Mm-hmm. I would I would support that if they did. The dude, the th- sorry, yes, notification. Tell me. Mitchell, Mitchell Robinson just broke his foot, and I, I was watching it, and I was like, that that reminds me of exactly how I broke my foot when I broke my foot. And I was like, I swear, I bet that guy has a broken foot. I'm telling you, dude, I've got this. I've got a third eye for these things. <laughs> you literally have two foot. eyes for that. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah, no. Um, <laughs> um, I think th- so. What I've been observing, and I haven't really talked too much about, but I DeAndre Jordan has slowly and slowly been getting pushed out by Harden, not Durant because Durant's not playing, or Kyrie, but by Harden. Harden's been pretty hard on DeAndre Jordan. It seems like on the floor, like they're constantly talking. We had Bruce Brown on our show, and Bruce Brown was saying about how much DJ and Harden have a back and forth with each other. There, I forget who tweeted this, but someone of some reputable reporter was basically saying, like, DeAndre Jordan may be preparing to have less and less minutes. Let's do this right now. Kind of did this with Alex Shifford, but now we have a new sort of set of players of which to deal with. If I'm giving you all the big men, I'm giving you, again, Jeff Green, who still counts as a center in my book at times, Blake Griffin, Nick Claxton, DeAndre Jordan, LaMarcus Aldridge, Let's look at it in a playoff scenario, not just like who would you play regular minutes throughout the season? Who do you want out there the most? You know, I still think it's like, I still think it's Jeff Green. I still think then it's probably Blake Griffin from what I've already seen of Blake. I like, I like him out there, particularly once KD comes back. I think that's going to be even better. Mm -hmm. And then it's like Nick. I mean, then it's Nick Claxton. It's it's Nick Claxton, DeAndre, and then LaMarcus probably, which is kind of a strange thing to say because, I mean, we have to wait to see whether, whether we can trust these San Antonio Spurs fans, these wackadoos. (laughs) Um, When have uh, they ever seen good basketball? Yeah. And their assessment of his defense. But if it's as galling as reported, plus, you know, a a desire to be shooting mid-range jumpers on this particular team. mm, I don't know. You know, I'm I, again. I don't want to pour sour milk all over this deal right now because it's it's you know. But this is where we are. We're just we're completely spoiled rotten, Mike. That's where we are. So let's let's do. Do you have faith that that Steve Nash and the team will be like if it's it, proven Lamar doesn't have anything? I think they will like immediately be like he doesn't have anything. You know, then they'll they'll go from there. They'll just he won't play basketball for them. Yeah, I think I think he is. Um, I think that's exactly right. Like, I, I think that he, I mean, there's no need to like do any kind of like token, give him minutes routine. There, that doesn't, that doesn't seem like a thing that we'll have to do. Um, and to your point about James Harden, how, how about James Harden's leadership? Just like he continues to drill, even like watching that Pistons game last night, like basically every minute of the game, he is dressing down DeAndre Jordan to some extent, like, <laughs> <laughs> which is, which is how, you know, a lot of us are on the discord. Shout out to the discord. Oh, link in the, link in the Twitter bio. Happy, I know. Uh, it's become a meme now. I don't know if you can tell. Um, but uh, yeah, so w- the dressing down continues to happen. And, and I'm wondering if Harden can fit another, another big onto his dressing down um, repertoire. Um, I'm sure he can. I'm sure he's got time for that. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms and restrictions apply. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms and restrictions apply. I think that's like, so we have this fear. I think there's a fear. This is a guy who's always wanted the ball in his career. He has deserved the ball for a vast majority of that time, but he plays an older brand of basketball. You can look at his three-point percentage right now, and it's it's 36% from three on three and a half attempts per game. So that's not insignificant. You know, that's a decent number. Last year's on three attempts a game, it was at 39% from three. He's always been a very good shooter. That's why he takes mid-range. Um... You know, he wasn't he hasn't always been a bad defender, but he isn't a guy who like makes a tremendous impact defensively. He really is someone from an old era. Uh what is he now? Well, he, you know, the Spurs are technically in a in the playoffs mm-hmm. or in the playoff race and they he didn't want to be there and they didn't really want him to be there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's indicative. Again, I think what's what why this move could work is one it didn't cost them anything. It's a guy and maybe we'll talk about the buyout situation in a little bit. Um, he's just a guy. If it doesn't work, they can no. either just cut him, like, like you know, they could do that, or they can just keep him on the bench. There have been many contenders that just have a guy on their bench. It's not like a negative. What I just hope is that by his inclusion, that he doesn't muck up the minutes. I hope he brings, he comes into mm-hmm. this with sacrifice and being humble and being ready to roll and the Nets culture that he, that he already culture. intuits the Nets culture. Yeah. So we are in this buyout. We're in buyout frenzy. Well, you know, Drummond Drummond's going to go to the Lakers. I think has been reported tonight. Looks like it could happen. Nets Twitter really went at Gorgie Jang. That felt that the Gorgie Jang push I the tsunami even, wow. of Jangness. That was happening. Huh? Um, that was big. That's a weird I, one. People really wanted Gorgie Jang. Huh? I think it's because he's, he is he's a good three-point shooter and he's known as the best defender of all these guys okay. so i get it but the nets end up with a marcus aldridge which was a bit of surprise um do you think there's any difference in your mind between drummond and lamarcus aldridge do you think that that it really makes that much of a difference between <laughs> the Nets championships because i don't think it really does the only way it does is if drummond the guy who shows up with the lakers is like it, he's completely reformed if he's completely different than how he's played his whole career because his whole career he's been the most inefficient post scorer yeah in like the NBA, in NBA history um I would say that. my read on it is that like uh Drummond probably has less ability to adapt his game than Lamarcus Aldridge so you know you are getting the Andre Drummond experience sort of no matter no matter what if he's on the floor um LaMarcus Aldridge, I mean, we've seen if if any team can, uh, you know, take a player and and kind of 
remodel them for our particular for what we need from them it seems to be like the nets like right now we have we have just like been importing these um these players who have had you know much what like way bigger roles on their uh, respective teams and just sort of like most like harden is the best example of it but like even blake griffin is just like seamlessly you know he's being super kind of almost too passive in in previous games i think the pistons game was like or last night's game was sort of the best example of him looking for his own shot the right amount like the perfect right amount um but yeah so lamarcus for me is like obviously the more skilled player and with more skill one would think comes the ability to sort of you know remodel your game in the necessary ways so that being said i do think i would prefer lamarcus aldridge pretty like considerably over drummond yeah i agree i mean i I agree with you. The flexibility, his offensive flexibility has been better. And defense, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Well, Drummond isn't like, I don't know. I, the memes about Drummond, I mean, Drummond's team defense has been, there's, you know, there's some pretty good like Twitter clips and stuff of him just being completely lost. I mean, that that seems to be a thing. The the one thing that I do, you know, there's not one thing. I've, I've liked a couple of things about LaMarcus Aldridge. He's played in 72 playoff games. And... He's been in playoffs both in Portland and in San Antonio. In San Antonio, he's been a couple of teams that are pretty good. It's not nothing to have that experience. Right. Drummond doesn't have that no. experience. Gorgie Jang does not have that experience at all. Nick Claxton, I mean, that, you know, as much as we love Nick Claxton and as exciting as he is, those are the type of players that when the, when the playoffs start, mm-hmm. you don't see them ever again. Yeah. Um, now I think Nash is going to be actually a little bit more. Um, he's going to be able to deploy Nick Claxton in moments. Yeah. Oh, totally. Too- yeah. I, I've come all the way around on like Nick Claxton being able to get like real minutes in the playoffs. I, I actually think that that's totally feasible, just based on how well he defends guards all the way out at the perimeter. It's like a crazy skill to have at his with his age and his position. Do you want to know what's the ultimate like Nets podcaster thing that I'm about to say? <laughs> Please, yeah. You know, the Bucks. They have Giannis. Mm. I actually think Nick Claxton on Giannis isn't Dude, terrible. Somebody who was it? Well, <laughs> no, I was saying Nick Claxton on Embiid and Giannis, but I threw them in together because the Embiid thing is obviously not as whatever. But I threw them together and I feel like it sounded crazy at the very beginning, but it seems not so crazy. I mean, honestly, he like I mean, all the clips made the rounds of him basically like stuffing Damian Lillard in a couple of occasions. Um, he's got some wild versatility defensively. It's a pretty wild situation that we got in our hands, Mike. It's wild. He almost, Claxton is so athletic, he could be the mysterious or mythical uh, wing defender that I, I hope I wanted the Nets to get at the trade deadline, the Josh Richardson type that I he's, wanted the Nets. He's like the Otto Porter that you want. Like, if, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, the Nets, I think the Nets do still have a, a, a roster spot that they could utilize if they don't re-sign Alizé Johnson and if Otto Porter gets bought out and then he ends up on this team that would people would be upset people people would be very so. mad at the they're already fans. upset who could that's what I'm saying just be the death star they, they already hate us what let's you know let's quadruple down let the I, butt hurt flow through you so I, it's kind of funny I think if if you are a listener and you've gotten this far you would be like they were really down <laughs> yeah, Marcus Aldridge. I know I don't I don't want to be we're, down on it I just don't want to make it seem I don't want to make it seem like this is like this is the piece that he's the guy that's going to fix any issue that they may have defensively. He's not that dude. He, but he's yeah. going to be better than consistently better than Alizé Johnson will be. I keep it is, it is a um, jewel in the crown of our depth. Like that is the last yes. you know little bit of oomph to say. Like that is an incredibly deep team built for the playoffs. 
I mean, just the, we'll just let's do this bit. Okay. Here's the starting lineup, right? I don't actually know even know who's starting at center anymore, but it's Kyrie, Katie, James Harden, Joe Harris. I'll say DeAndre Jordan's still starting. I think probably Bruce Brown. This is bench now. Bruce Brown, Shamit, Blake Griffin, Lamarcus Aldridge. I'm I'm skipping. There's some oh Nick Claxton. You know this this team is and maybe Spencer Dinwiddie coming back from injury. It is crazy. And this all happened. The Nets traded their depth to get Harden. Mm-hmm. And that depth, the departure of Torian Prince and Jared Allen, Karis LeVert, have been filled in through yeah. Blake Griffin, LaMarcus Aldridge, you Luis Scola, yeah. the, the prophet, Luis, <laughs> yeah. the yeah. Argentinian prophet, um, called it. You know, He said everyone's going to come here, and everyone we, is here. We, had, we, we were so naive back then, Mike, when we traded away our our depth i'm using my air quotes here if you're not watching on youtube our depth uh we were in a mohawks airline state of mind like that's where we were we were um we were just a mom and pop shop and uh and that's different now we didn't we didn't realize because it's never happened to us that you can just pick up all the best players off the waiver we didn't we didn't think about that at the time because that that's not a nets that's not a nets tradition um but sure. you know it's crazy it's 2021 everything's different now everything's great let's party so I think I think Katie's coming back soon from injury. Um, hopefully Kyrie's back. There's been a re- there was someone random that reported that maybe I don't even want to say what they reported. I mean nothing bad about Kyrie, just that they had some additions to his family. I'll say it that way. This is just some random report. I don't know how it got traction. But this is what I saw. So I don't know if it's true. If it is true, blessings to him. Exciting for it. But if it's not, that's awkward that I talk about. It. Um, everyone's gonna come back in. This team is going to go to a whole other level. Let's just do one small thing. We'll probably talk about it more in the next episode. We should talk about it now. James Harden said that he is the MVP. Uh, someone asked him, are you an MVP? He said, yes. Um, I'll say this. No guy has ever won the MVP being traded that same year. No one has ever been traded and then become MVP. I'm not saying it can't happen, um, but it just hasn't happened. Yeah. Are you are you are you open to considering? Is he the MVP? Does he deserve to be? You know what? What are you feeling? You know how I feel really about for this. the arbitrariness yeah. of this MVP yeah. award. I've yeah. always hated it, and the conversation around it just—I feel uncomfortable even engaging with it, just because it's you know it's such a fake award. And and he, I'll just be honest; he's not going to get it because mm-hmm. he he is like honestly like I mean who's yeah right he's now the who's, best player in the NBA right now like com- completely carrying this team into like a divine prominence it's it's incredible to watch the thing that's going to happen is that if Kevin Durant comes back this week we're all going to realize again oh that guy's good mm-hmm. that guy's good at basketball I don't know if you've I don't know if you've watched Kevin Durant but he's good at bat so that's going to happen and then mm-hmm. as great as Harden is and he's going to be even better with Durant on the floor it's you're just not going to do it. It's like one of those David O. Russell movies where you got Bradley Cooper in it and Christian Bale. You get, it's got an amazing cast. Mm. You can't win best actor in one of those movies because you're just, you're around a bunch of other Amy Adams is in it. No, you gotta Jennifer be Lawrence is in it. You gotta be just I'm starring naming one movie revenant. You know, just that's the model. Yes. You and a bear, you and a bear. Just that's keep, Giannis. It, keep it, keep Isn't it Giannis simple. Basically revenant. <laughs> he is the revenant of MVP candidates. <laughs> that's exactly right. Um, so this is exciting. Let's put one final thing. So LaMarcus Aldridge, yay or nay? 
<laughs> are you um, like are you anti let's just oh no anti- I, I am extremely pro this it's okay, I, okay we've come in like seeming like anti somehow i think that that's maybe how some people read this but i'm incredibly pro and this is again yes. it's it is a jewel it's in great. the crown in yeah, the crown of our depth yeah um it's great i i just hope he doesn't torpedo this team so he yeah i mean the toxicity i i can't imagine he's gonna be stirring up some some bullshit with with these with the caliber of players we have on this team that would be that would be inappropriate michael well it's crazy that i've done this before but it's like the fact that we have any negative feelings about a guy like lamarcus aldridge wanting to join the nets is stupid it is a stupid i feel dumb i feel dumb for the conversation we just had like (laughs) regret it (laughs) no it was good it's good stuff good stuff um thank you all for listening we'll be back in your ears as soon as possible Check out our Discord link in our Twitter bio. Check Happy out our Twitter, yeah, there you go. which is linked on our Facebook page. Check out our Instagram, <laughs> which is linked on our Facebook. Wait. Which is written on the back of this piece of paper here. <laughs> Just kidding. We do have an Instagram. We have a very poorly tended to. I mean, we let so many, you know, there's so many platforms these days, Mike. <laughs> what can you do? Um, thank trying. you all for listening. Um, again, we'll, we'll do so. We'll have more Nets content soon. Mailbag. Get your questions in, get your thoughts in. It'll be the mailbag will be focused. Here's what the focus is. It'll be rotation focused, playoff focused, and end of the season, like just keep staring at the playoffs. So focus your questions and thoughts and comments towards playoff matchups and rotations. That's what it's gonna be about. Netspot at gmail.com. Thanks, everybody. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.